Brothers and sisters, the heart, the heart is a funny thing. It's so easily and readily influenced by what we pay attention to. And by what we pay attention to, what we turn our eyes and our senses towards and our intellect towards. You see this? This is the lesson of Solomon. His attention swayed away from the Lord his God, the Lord our God, towards lesser things, towards his wife's and concubines, the very many ones he had, in order to, in, in attempting to please them, rather than Lord our God, right? So his heart was turned, despite the gift of the intellect and the wisdom that the Lord had given him, despite him already having seen the Lord his God twice, right? So the heart is so readily influenced by what we pay attention towards, right? Solomon is an example of really what not to do there. An example for us, and I think especially, I love the quote that Fulton Sheen says, um, every saint has, is capable of being a great sinner, and every great sinner is capable of being a great saint, right? And that's because of the heart, because our heart is so readily influenced, right? Our heart can turn towards the Lord, and is so easily formed by him, but if we're not careful, can turn away, right? As a positive example, we have two, two women today. One is the Greek woman, the mother of the daughter in our gospel today, right? Whose attention is fixed on the Lord and is so devoted towards trying to help her daughter, who is under the influence of the devil, that she is pleading towards the Lord and will not stop despite the circumstances around her, right? Despite the Lord seemingly, right, giving her resistance, right? The, 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 the mother is so attentive towards the Lord and knowing and having the faith that she, that he, the Lord can give her daughter freedom that it's almost as if nothing else matters, right? As well as St. Josephine Kapikita, right? Our other positive example today through the circumstances of her own slavery, of her own um, servitude, right? She never gave up hope, right? So those circumstances around her, right? She didn't pay attention towards those. She didn't give them as much attention, right? She kept her eyes and her intellect fixed on the Lord, her God, right? And so she was able, right, to have that gift of hope, right? And to inspire others with that gift of hope, inspire us with that hope. So where are we fixing our attention towards? And what can we do about it? Well, there's two ways. I think we can, we can really fix our attention towards things or learn how not to, right, so as to better protect our hearts. One is cutting those things out, right? So this is, these are the practices of Exodus 90, right? These ascetical practices, right? They cut out those things which are so apparent in our lives to give us more opportunity to freely seek the Lord, right? But that in itself is not enough. We can't just constantly keep taking out things, right? Other things will necessarily prop up, right? Um, a vacuum, you know, nature abhors a vacuum, right? Nature hates a vacuum, right? So something always, in a sense, a temptation, right, always ends up filling that space, right? So which is why the second reason is so important, right? Building up that resistance, building up that, that grit, that resilience, right, to not pay attention to those things. As soon as those temptations, those things pop up, having the grit, the resistance, the fortitude, 
right? To turn away from those things, to say, no, no, I'm not doing that, right? The Lord is, the Lord is my, the source of my attention. The Lord is the king of my heart, right? So through those two things, by cutting necessary things out and by learning the gift of fortitude, the virtue of fortitude, so we can resist those temptations, we can avoid the fate of Solomon, who allowed his heart to be turned, and be more like the Greek woman in St. Josephine Bikita, and learn and seek out the Lord all the days of our life. Amen.